Apocalypse, Mr. Mankind. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Hey everybody, uh, it's Darkseid's Couch, and I'm Mike. Hey, it's James. I'm Shay. So uh, today we're going to do Alf. No, we're not. We're doing. Nobody we're even uh, remembers that shit we're, now. We're well, doing. We're doing Uncanny X Men uh, 229 because uh, I don't think we've ever done X Men before. We haven't done a straight up X Men book. We've the done, closest we, we did was New Mutants. We've done a couple of Wolverines, and one of those Wolverines had havoc in it. Yep, and didn't we do? We did a Dead. Deadpool, but it was X-Force. X-Force. It was we did X-Force. Yeah. So we've yeah, never yeah, done yeah. straight up X-Men. This is uh, Uncanny X-Men, issue 229 from 1998, a book called Down Under, written by Chris Claremont. 1998? <clears throat> no, it wasn't. Well, it was. 1998. 19, okay, 1988. <laughs> Listen, a thousand years from now, ten years here or there isn't going to matter. I'm, I'm making these podcast for the ages. <laughs> it was, uh, nine, <clears throat> no, no, now look what you got me doing. <clears throat> In a whole flimmy situation. Um, been eating burritos in the studio. Uh, written by Chris Claremont, art by Mar- Mark Silvestri and Dan Green. And oh boy, that is like it's it's so proto '90s artwork. It's it, it really you can feel the Liefelds and the Image Comics just kind of dripping off of it. Oh yeah, this is very uh, scratchy. This was uh, when I was a young person and uh, I had a hard on for X Men as 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 hard as it could possibly get. Yeah, you did because like this like forged my love of comic books right here. And I mean, it's a good, it's a good thing to get you in it. Like at the time, this is a good entry point. Yep. This is a good thing. Um, so Chris Claremont, you, I mean, obviously you know more about it, but he, he, he kind of was the first person to really make X-Men into a large. Yeah. Uh, the, the first series of X-Men was like a Doom Patrol ripoff and it wasn't necessarily the most popular thing they had and it got canceled. But then uh, Claremont had an idea for uh, an X-Men book with all these different characters and all these new characters and Marvel just told him to run with it and it got so popular then they gave him 20 more books to yeah. write of a similar nature yeah and it's I mean it, it's it made very X-Men a very sweeping big thing with lots of crazy adventures and at this point they're like Everyone thinks they're dead? I, I, yeah, everyone thinks they're dead. I'm not really too sure what happened. I can't remember, per se. It I, doesn't really I just matter. remember that uh, they, they sacrificed their lives for some reason, and then some space goddess... Bit them in the ass. What was her name? She's in here. Yeah, she's uh, in here. And uh, she brought them back to life. So now, And then she would send them across the world. Where Roma? Roma. Roma. And she Roma. sent them anywhere in the world where they needed to be to... Uh, to solve their superhero issues where they were required. It's called the Docs Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah. And uh, X-Men was really weird at this at this point. Because there was like a bunch of different... Because the classic X-Men had their own book called X-Factor. And then there was New Mutants and there was a bunch of stuff. But right now, the X-Men, there's no Xavier. There's no uh, X-Mansion. They're on their own. And they're kind of like... They're dead outlaws. Okay. And, and, they're, and they're doing shit. It looks like at this time, it's like Colossus. It's Rogue, Storm, Wolverine... Uh, Dazzler, Cyclops, Psylocke. Is, oh, Psylocke, yeah, Psylocke, Psylocke in there. Longshot and Madeline Pryor is their pilot. Okay, I mean, and, and Madeline Pryor is actually Jean Grey, sort of. Okay, but we don't know that yet. Uh, Jean Grey's life sucks yeah. more than anyone else's. What a shit life! I mean, she Rogue has. can't touch people. <clears throat> you know, uh, she can now in the comics. Oh, can't she finally do that? Yeah, her and Gamba got married, and they have their own. They have their own series. You know, I have an issue with with that. Uh, we'll get to when we get to Rogue scene in the book. Uh, an issue with that, but um, this was my favorite costume for Wolverine. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. They kind of came back to this now in the modern books. Th- he, this is the time where he's got like the brown and yellow 
And he's actually his color scheme is that of a Wolverine. Yeah, that's the thing is I think a lot of people, myself included, kind of came in like with the '90s cartoon, and he's got these big blue. And then they gave him, you know, in the comics, those big blue like shoulder pads. Like, what the hell is that? What right. Wolverine has blue shoulders? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. This looks way better. It yeah, looks he, got grittier. He looks like a Wolverine. Everyone has useless belts on though. Yeah, Storm's belts look good though. She's wearing a couple belts, and they're all off at like weird angle, like Lee Merriweather used to wear on the Batman show. Ooh. And Colossus is like, I don't need to wear clothes at all. Nope, no, he doesn't give a shit. No clothes. Yeah. So the, the and cover- Wolverine's got a belt, and nobody has feet. Right, this is very, very proto Liefeld. No yeah. feet. Yeah, well, it's Mark Silvestri, and you know the two of them were two of the guys that started up Image, so it's oh. it's not exactly surprising. Uh, but yeah, this is basically the last couple straws before uh, Image was formed, and this was probably the time where they were having a lot of uh, a lot of debates about that and a lot of fighting about it, and so. You're kind of seeing the seeds of image, probably. Yep. This and this is before uh, the Jim Lee came in, and him and Claremont unified mm-hmm. all the different X Men books to start their legendary the, X Men uh, number one. Yeah, the, yeah. The, I think it's still the highest selling comic book of all time is X Men number one. Is it still to this day? Wow. Well, no, I can't sorry. imagine anything else is sold more considering nobody buys comics anymore. Well, there's that Death of Superman. And, oh yeah. Uh, I think it's still X Men. I now. think Spawn number one. It. I think it's up there. Let's see. Highest selling. I comics. thought Death of Superman was like worth thirty bucks now. Yeah, it's not worth anything every, now, because but because every, everybody had it, I had it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then it's funny because like a lot of times you would get like um like grab bags of comics from like you know you'd order like. 30 comics for $10 from a shop or whatever like that. that, Yeah. And you would get that. And you know, you always get like part two of a five part story or something like that. But after a couple of years after death of Superman, you would find those death of Superman books all the time, including like the actual like Superman 75 when he died. They were just like throwing it because they were worth nothing anymore. I, ha- I have uh, X-Men number one with Jim Lee and Chris Claremont, but it is in fact worthless because everyone has it. Yeah, everyone has it. Like the, with the fold-out cover that shows uh-huh. like the whole X-Men. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So the t- number nine, I don't know why, this uh, popcorn.com has the nine top nine selling comic books of all time. Number nine, The Phantom. Okay. I, I, okay. Over 150 million copies. Oh, worldwide. we'll add that to our list. Oh. The Phantom. We never, yeah, we've let's never check out done the Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, yeah, this is this is worldwide. Yeah, this is. Hang on. Tintin though, is, is on there too. Yeah, this is comic. Oh, Tintin. Like, we'll put that guy on there on our list as well. Um, this was actually a list of um, like the highest sell, the books that have sold the most copy, not necessarily the specific issues. Um, so let me see here. This is uh, probably a little better. Oh, it might be. I look at your screen. So the number one selling book is the Barack Obama issue yep. of Spider Man. When Barack Obama made cameo in Spider Man. Um, <laughs> let's see. Tell us on comic book the last ten years. What what that was the last ten years was the Obama inauguration day issue. That's going to be this, the new Spider-Man Marvel movie. They're going to have Obama in there, and they're going to, that's the issue they're going to make the movie out of. So I have to admit something to you guys. Okay. Yeah. I've never read an X-Men comic. Well, you have now. One, yes. You've never heard of Barack Obama. I've never heard of Barack Obama. I don't get who this Spitterman is. <laughs> Mr. Spitterman? <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter Spiderman? Well, That's he's why a- his boss is always mad at him. And he goes, and I'm actually stealing this joke from my college friends. All right. Get uh, in here, Spiderman. Uh, already making your jokes that someone else does. I, well, I want to make citations. Well, God bless you for telling us that it wasn't your joke. I hate when people try to pass yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, you mentioned that before. You mentioned that like two episodes ago. It bothers me a lot. Yeah. Joke thieving. Joke thieving is the worst. Yeah, that is pretty bad. You don't want to mention Mencia. Carlos Mencia. Okay, not Polygon. Robin Williams. Notorious joke thief. He is a notorious joke thief, but however, I heard him on the uh, Marin podcast and he actually made me understand what he was doing and he actually said like he has reimbursed people retroactively when they come to him and say you stole my joke and he doesn't even fight it just goes here's a check i'm sorry it was an accident 
So I, I, I developed a little bit of respect. Like I still, he still should have better control, but yeah, he just will instinctively yeah, say all right, things. All right. So I give him some credit for doing that, but uh, here we go. Here we go. Um, number 10 action comics, number 1000 from last year sold a little over half a million copies. Wow. Um, detective comics, number 1000 from this year, uh, or actually last year, cause it's 2020 now wink, uh, sold 526,000 copies. That Amazing Spider-Man, 530 Secret Wars. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Batman, the 10 cent adventure, which was a 10 cent comic oh, book. Oh, yeah. So I have sold, that. Yeah, I do too. That sold 702,000 I, I got that for that free on Free Comic Book Day. Yeah, that's not really, that doesn't really count. Oh, here we go. X-Men number one, the one we're talking about. 8.2 million copies. Wow, that's the number one to this day, huh? I mean, I can't imagine anything's ever going to sell. Like, all these other ones, that's huge if they sold, like, the Star Wars comic book sold a million copies, and that's that's massive. So it, it's, yeah, you just don't sell a million copies I mean, X-Men number one anymore. was great. Yeah. The whole run was great. I enjoyed it. Okay. But instead, let's talk about 229. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this one... This, this is cool, too. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, this is when I got, like, into X-Men without going into the backlog. You know, when you... Yeah. You, like, first, you, like, you, your dad gets you a comic, and then it's like, then you go in the backlog and read like dad you piece of shit why'd you get me this no 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 because he thought I would, his son would like it okay he's trying to get me to read it's too it, like it's got that typical chris claremont thing where there's way too many caption boxes there's way more uh, so much overwriting that we don't need yeah they're in singapore and they're in a bank and uh the which ba- during this point they say singapore where nothing bad could ever possibly happen well, this is uh, <laughs> well, that didn't age well this is before the canings and the, the human rights yeah issues. oh boy but the, the canings but there, uh, there's the, uh, the 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 there's a family who owns this bank, and one of the the family members is talking to an employee with her kids, and then all of a sudden, the bank, uh, the one of the walls blow up, or someone teleports in. Yeah, or they, so they, they, yeah. And it's a group of cyborgs. So here's what's okay. fucked up about these characters. Right. So the group of cyborgs are called the Reavers. Yes, they are. Now the Reavers are cyborgs for a very specific reason. Is because they used to have jobs as henchmen for the Hellfire Club. Yes. And Wolverine maimed them all. Did oh. he? Yeah. Now I knew they. I, now my understanding of it was they were basically the SS for the Hellfire Club. They were until uh, Wolverine was trapped in their building and he had to gut his way out. Wow. These Wolverine. are the these are the worst like Transformers ever. Yeah. Wolverine has one way and only one way of solving problems. <laughs> yeah. So they teleport in and they immediately start executing everybody. Red Skull is just ahead. It looks like Red. It's not Red Skull, but it's, it's yeah. It looks like Red Skull. They call Buster? him Skull. No, it's like Skullbuster. Yeah, Skull. Buster, oh. and then there's Bone Smasher. They but all he have, like, has generic. a red skull. Red skull would not be slumming it with these guys. Red I skull. Thought, I, honestly, that's what I wrote down in my notes. Oh, was really? Red skull is slumming hard. He is, but yeah, no. This the, for him, this is pretty good. Like yeah, these during guys, the uh, during the Phoenix saga, uh, when the Hellfire Club was messing around with Phoenix, Wolverine uh, killed their entire workforce, and one of the members of the Hellfire Club was a cyborg named Pierce, and he took their mangled bodies and got them cyberized and then they became world traveling bank robbers. These guys look awful. Like these guys, they're, they're monsters. They're monsters. It doesn't look cool. They don't look like good cyborgs. They look like junky trash robots. Right. And they're it's just, terrible. and they're killing people indiscriminately and yep. they grab the, the bank owner by the throat and uh, they're going to threaten to kill him unless they open the, the vault, but the vault can't be opened now because they blew up half the building. Yeah. And uh, so they kill the old man. And yep. now uh, one of the cyborgs uh, has these weird green, 
tendrils. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, this was real gross. Yeah, they, they invade people's minds. Because once you realize it's not rays or something, and you realize it's tendrils going into her eyes. Uh-huh. And he's really rapey about it, too. Yeah, Yeah, he he's is. a creep. Well, these th- these are really, like, these are, like, tweaky meth head kind of guys. Yeah, like, they are the, they are monsters. Like, yeah. They're, 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 ter- they're great villains for this book, I tell you what. It might be, yo, this is actually the first appearance of the Reavers, um, this issue. Well, and, I mean, besides the when they got when they got maimed. Well, it says yeah, but these specific guys maybe we've never seen because it says uh, Bonebreaker, Pretty Boy, and Skullbuster first appearance for all those guys. Oh, right, I picked so, I picked this out of because I thought the cover looked cool. Well, we'll get to where they are actually in a moment because they're not there. This is, this book does not take place in Singapore. Well, it's cool because like uh, these guys are like the opposite of the X Men. The X Men are like these naturally yeah. evolved, perfect humans, and these guys very are attractive. These, these guys are these junky robots that are just slapped together and they're, they're monsters. They're not. They're not uh, Transformers. They're Terminators. Yeah, they're, they're really yeah. shitty Terminators. Yeah, they're Terminators. Yeah, and they're probably getting this is like if you guys ever watch want to watch a crazy anime, it's called Eight Man After, and it's a, it's a lot like this where all the cyborgs or like are addicted to this drug that keeps their bodies from falling apart. Yeah. It's a lot like that. Um, and so they uh, they decide to blow up in this bank and they manage to get the money, but they decide they're also going to take back this uh, the bank owner lady. Yep. Also, one of these guys has a has a swastika on the back of his head. I'm guessing that these guys don't make good decisions. So no. yeah. a big giant swastika he, tattoo in the back of your head. That guy, may not, great. that guy may not even know it's there. Like when Hank Hill got Bill tattooed on the back of his head, but you're mean, so mad about that episode. Yeah, you mean when they were like, like with their, like the bottom half of his body was removed by Wolverine, and, the, and so they're while they're putting on this robot like like <laughs> chassis to his body, they just tattoo a swastika back of it. Yeah, you're you're Nazi now. That's your oh, name. You might as well. Or they be. needed to get a skin graft, but that's all they could do. Oh God. This oh, is horrible. God, yes. What a shitty life. So they uh, open up a portal and they are going to go through it. And while they're doing, they, they kill the left the, the people left in yeah. the bank. They yeah, kill they kill babies. Which they, I was really surprised, Mike, that you you chose a comic where children are blown up. Oh, you're surprised by that? Yeah. Well, because you you were very squeamish about yeah. uh, violence to children. Like a child is straight women. up killed first, and then they blow up everybody. Oh, I picked this. I I saw the cover and then sent it to you guys. Otherwise, I, I think I did, you just. I didn't even look at this beforehand. Maybe just phased out the existence of children. That I just re- I just vaguely remember there was a point in time where the X-Men all lived in Australia. That's yeah. About, that's about as far as well, I Well, and that brings us to Australia because there's this this aboriginal guy and he uh, he's, they're calling him Gateway. He ends up being a big deal in the oh, X-Men yeah? universe. Like uh, They still use him to this day. So I want to note here, because this is the 80s, and I just noted that maybe some people are too young or too old, or maybe you weren't born in the States, or you're too drunk in the 80s or whatever, but in the 80s, we had this weird short-lived fascination with Australia. Oh, yeah, with we, uh, Crocodile, Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee oh. and the, the Energizer the Energizer Rabbit. And uh, what? Uh, Yahoo Serious. Not, not, I'm sorry, the Energizer mascot before the Rabbit. Yeah, oh. Yahoo Serious movies. Yahoo Serious oh, movies. Oh, my God. It was, it was really, really weird. And actually, I have this list of like Australian fictional characters, and I was like, a lot of these had their heyday in the 80s, and there's like, um, just from comic books alone, Captain Boomerang, as we know, uh, Metallo. Metallo is from is Australian, apparently. Uh, Cartoon Wolverine is from Australia. Cartoon Wolverine. That's a weird... Yeah, that was a weird <laughs> moment in Pride of the X-Men. Yeah. In the weird, like, pilot X-Men comic, the dude Patrick Pinney is his name, voice actor, an American voice actor, yeah. chose to give Wolverine an Australian accent. I just want one cartoon to give Wolverine a thick, thick Canadian accent. Yeah. He goes... Yeah, he does all the stereotypical Canadian shit. Like, he's, yeah. from, that, he's from that show, Letter Kenny. 
uh, Shimmer, um, Mammoth. Remember from the Fearsome Five and Superman, Mammoth. He's oh. a he's a Australian. Um, Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Like, oh we, yeah, he's Australian. In the in the 80s and 90s, we had this weird. And I don't know what it was. From, I don't know where it came from. But People, all of a sudden, Americans sound, were super into Australians. I looked it up, and, cool. and uh, I'm way off about Wolverines. Michigan. Uh, do you guys want to guess where what? they're found? What? Canada. Where he's mm-hmm. from. We know he's from Canada. We just said it. Yeah, that's pretty logical. But I'm just saying Wolverines, the Wolverine is from an, there. The animals, not the mutant freaks. Oh, yeah. The, the, yeah, that's why they call him that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I thought it was Australian for some reason. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, no, no. Where so, have you been for the past two minutes? <laughs> so, yeah, tying into this weird Australian fetish, uh, they decided to set the uh, X-Men in Australia for a while. And, and this dude, Gateway, is uh, the gateway for all the, the Reavers to get into the, their headquarters. Yeah, yeah. This was back when Australia existed. More, yeah, before it got burned off Remember the map. Those days? Let's make sure to make this future forward, so then people don't yeah. get confused. So Australia got burned off the map. It in, was uh, real in, in 2021. This is not a fictional society. It did exist. <laughs> He's not like. Listen, no one really truly grasped the dire situation that everyone in Australia is in right now. They may all die. They may have like it's gonna be really weird when they all have to be refugees and go somewhere and then if, like as Trump only gonna let the white Australians in. Like, it's weird that we're gonna like all right original it wasn't that long ago we were sending our criminals to Australia and it was a prison island <laughs> and, and now they desperately need somewhere else to go. Yeah. Oh God, what a shithole planet we live on. Dude, this is the end. Enjoy yeah. it. Let's just read your, com- read your comp. Enjoy your. Re- we're all going to be it? reavers soon. Well, Greenland could, or Iceland? Nobody lives there. We could really. Nobody really lives in Greenland. We yeah. could really use storm nowadays, like a real yeah. life storm. To get on this, this Aurora. Yeah, solve the climate change stuff. We're all going to look like reavers in like five years. So don't even make fun of these guys. <laughs> these are going to be the most attractive people on the planet in a few years. You know, they, most of them don't have dicks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how they get through their day. And, and they drink. Well, we, we see, see them well, partying. We see, yeah, we see what they do. Yeah, they party. They party and hard. Yeah, they party hard. They listen to Born to Be Wild. I'm sure they're listening to Born to Be Wild. Certain of it. Yes, I would and, agree uh, with that. Where is their alcohol going? It goes into their system, and they must just go through a tube somewhere. Yeah, a tube somewhere. Oh, gross. Yeah, they all got colostomy bags and stuff. So uh, Gateway teleports them in, and Gateway doesn't seem to be into this, but it seems that the Reavers have told him they're going to burn down his whole society if he doesn't help them. Yeah. So he's helping them, and then now his society's burning down anyway. So. Well, considering that they did just kill a whole building full yeah. of people. Right? Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, no. they'll do. Yeah, they will. They will do what they need to do. Yeah, I don't. It, I, I'm assuming that he doesn't like all the reavers didn't go at once, and someone got left behind in case he decides to close the gate on them. That's like, a good. Yeah, that's a good. Cut idea. them all in half or something. Well, that's a good plan, but uh, something tells me the reavers aren't really good at making intelligent plans. <laughs> well, I mean, no. they, I'm assuming that they. They look like there's a lot more reavers that went on that. Yeah, mission. probably. Yeah. I, uh, I. I. Just looked up to see uh, to see if I was right about this, and I was that ACDC is from Australia. Oh yeah, oh, yeah so ACDC. enjoy me making puns because yeah. that's gonna happen. They had a big time in the eighties as well. Yeah. Something about the eighties in Australia. I don't know. I don't, somebody want to explain to me what happened there? I don't think that they ever didn't have a heyday. Like they basically um, made one album. They were the biggest band in the world since. And then they made that album 13 more times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, excited for, uh, for the fact that they've already used uh, TNT. It's dynamite. Uh-huh. Where do they? Oh, yeah, they yeah. did use TNT, didn't they? Yeah, they did. All right, so they're doing some dirty deeds <laughs> back at the uh, the club here. <laughs> yeah. It's not really dirty. Ripped cheap. it from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that that Big Balls ACDC song song I heard from my father when I was like 10 years old and did not get the joke at all. Uh, There was a pro wrestler in the 90s called Balls Mahoney. That 
that, and that was his theme song. When I was young, my mother let me listen to, and it's one of my favorite songs to this day, Freaking at the Freaker's Ball. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Dr. Hook. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a cute song, Mike, though. do you know that song, though? No, no, disagreeing to move along. All right. <laughs> it's a cute song. Oh, it's cute when you do it. Um, but yeah. when I do it, it's bitchy. Okay. <laughs> that's true for... Uh, uh, that's, just, well, that's just some sexism shit that we, maybe, we're just going to have to accept. Maybe we can work that song at the end credits. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so the Reavers are back here and they're partying. They're having a great time at their shitty meth bar. And they're, yeah. shooting, at, they're shooting at barrels and they're shooting at each other and there's no rules. And so yep. uh, the suave, rapey, tentacle-eye Reaver, he decides to show uh, the lady they kidnapped their, their treasure hole. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he wants them to basically do their accounting for them and launder their money. Yeah, because they can't do anything with it because they're goons. Because they're goons and they yeah. don't understand math. And Which he, is why he has to do eye to eye. And his cyborg yeah. powers are he has stretchy limbs and he's got those green weird things that burrow into her brain. Yeah, he basically shoots yeah. parasites out of his eyes and then they basically go into her brain and they turn her into a reaver. Yeah, they made her evil. Oh, they try to. They're trying to, So yeah. she's the reaver accountant. And then, uh, so they're drunk and passed out or high on meth or whatever yeah. and their watch guy their no- oil's low. Notices that there is a sandstorm coming. And they're like, uh-oh, I wonder who that is. <laughs> right? Oh. And here he, here he, uh, he gender shames them by saying, get up, girls. <laughs> yeah. Which cool, guys. none like, of them, hey. they don't have dicks or balls yeah, or anything to make testosterone. Yeah, yeah. yeah calling well, them anything. Is, they probably is, use, uh, they probably get it, you know, from a third party. They probably just inject the testosterone. Inject testosterone? Yeah. Maybe they got little oh. regulators in their legs and stuff. Good just, God. Yeah, they're getting way too I mean, hard. they're monsters for, like, they're monsters. Their yeah, lives are terrible. You know, all their tubes are all rusted up and everything. Yeah. Like, they're getting lead. Well, God. they even mentioned it right here about how the sandstorm is plugging up their gears and, <laughs> oh, and, like, and like, fucking them up. Oh, these like, guys are The terrible. X-Men literally just, just came swooping in yeah. and just annihilated okay. them all. So we've got With Storm. Sand. Storm looking badass. Yeah, Storm yeah. is whipping up a sandstorm. So she's just preparing because everybody's about to be thunderstruck. <laughs> and there, here we got we got pre ninja Psylocke. Now this is her costume here is a travesty. Oh, I think it looks cool. This is the worst. I like all the X Men's outfits in this book. Now you can make you can make a, a argument that the classic Psylocke costume is too revealing and too sexual. Okay. Well, technically, this, technically, this is the classic. Psylocke costume. Well, the classic and then the one that most people think of. Oh, I think most people think of that purple one so, with the so leg band. So this is a British Psylocke. When, because at some point, oh, is this not Betsy? This is Betsy Braddock, but so the the, the Asian ninja Betsy Braddock that you're aware of. So mm-hmm. she is event. She's actually a villain who worked for the Hand, and she was like psychic ninja. I do remember her we being kind of an anti And then at some point, uh, this Psylocke's body gets fucked up, and she transfers her consciousness to Ninja Psylocke and steals her body and gets a pink onesie jammy well, costume. They, they kind of like merge psyches and personalities but then it turns out that the ninja Psylocke was living inside old British Psylocke's body and then there's like a big story. None of none of this explains her shitty costume. It's uh, like it's a pink bodysuit with like big poofy She looks great. Shay what were those called? like in the 80s when women would wear those shirts that had like big poofy uh, arms but then regular like, collars? I think it's like blouson or blouson well, or something terrible. like that. It looks terrible. I think it looks cool. It's kind of like pirate sleeves. Yeah pirate sleeves. I don't like it. I, I would say it's Bob. Storm's got her uh, punk uh, rock uh, biker outfit. Storm looks cool. Not shaved head. She doesn't have the mohawk. No, no. the mohawk is when she lost her powers. Mohawk's sweet. And I like. Now the she mohawk. has her powers back, so now she's. She gonna, still looks good though. Yeah, she's she's got hair. she's got a vest with no sleeves. I think she was living in another dimension with Forge. 
Hmm. And a bunch of time went by in uh-huh. her perspective, but not everybody else's. The X-Men comic books in the 80s were crazy. Oh, yeah. Then they really leveled off. <laughs> they really got a lot more digestible. Um, so then they're, uh, they're, they're having a coordinated assault. And it just shows, just shows you how much better prepared the X-Men are. Versus the reverse, because they have a plan. Everybody has their perspective. Well, they're also point. so much more powerful in there. Like, Havoc, yeah. Havoc alone could just blow up the building. They yeah, that's true. Too. And, yeah, yeah, and they, they yeah. work together. They're friends. And Havoc's got a badass costume, and they're, uh, they're, there's the eye tentacle man inside yeah. that lady's head, and there's okay. a big explosion, and Longshot and Dazzler leap in to save the lady. Now, Longshot... He's, Longshot's costume, he looks like a male stripper who's doing like a space cowboy thing. But he's not a human being or mutant no, or anything. No, he's a genetically modified like bean yeah, or something. From Mojo World. <laughs> and he has the, like, basically he has weird probability powers. Actually, I looked up, he also has, um, not making this up, he has superhuman attractiveness. Yep. So people will fall in love with him because that's one of his superpowers. I got that. I... Oh, <laughs> I kind of have something like that. Uh, I get I get people to immediately get crushes on me until they get to know there's me. There's something unsettling about that. And then they learn that Shay, I'm not likable. I am trying to remember if this is the guy that causes in She-Hulk, uh, Dan Slott's run. They put somebody on trial essentially for like sexual assault because. He, they make him they fall in love with him and it was some married woman or something yeah. she was like I never would have done that and it was long shot I, I want to look it up to see because again it, it was some sort of they long, were involuntarily it's not long shot's fault he's just existing well that was what the trial was yeah, about he's a GMO <laughs> yeah, he's not even a person. I like um, how like, he he's his grasp on English is kind of fucked up too. So he just yells out, "Leave her alone, <laughs> monster man!" He yeah, don't, you don't know. Well, that's that also might be Claremont because Claremont. I give him a lot of credit for what he did for this franchise and for comics in general. But he has characters just no. come in and say what they are and what they do like a lot. No, this was a long shot thing because here he's just like he says, "Dazzler, that monster man is stealing her days." Like, I mean, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he does say that, but, monster man. but I mean that's kind of what's happening. All right. He is just. Describing it in All a right. way that he would describe it in Mojo I, World. I went from not giving a shit about Longshot to thinking Longshot's pretty cool. Longshot is pretty cool. <laughs> that, is really, that is really cool. I is like there that. an equivalent in the Eternals? Is um, that somebody that's... Somebody who's attractive? Cool. No, because they're all freaks and nobody likes them. <laughs> they're all like... Remember, they made the, they made them and they made them as detestable as possible. No, that was the Inhumans. Uh, you mean the same thing? Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of them um, then. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, uh, whatever. Anyway. Point is, Dazzler's worthless. No, she's but she immediately she's very powerful. It's just well, that she's she not know very, how to do it. She's not very coordinated. She is not. She immediately falls on her ass. But she's cute. It's not Longshot's fault that he can manipulate reality into the best possible scenario for himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why doesn't shot. he just get close to every, like? Why doesn't he just get close to that dude and then they can start banging and and you like know, it's a, done? You know, that's a common power in X Men. Banging. Uh, probably probability changing. That's what I was going to say. Longshot what? has it. And Domino. Domino has it and Scarlet Witch has it. Black so, Cat. Oh yeah. She Black has, Cat but she's not an X-Men. So what happens if like Domino and Longshot fight? I don't know. That'd be like, a, they wouldn't. They're on the same team. I would think they would have. Oh, I don't, that's, even that's know, I don't even know where Longshot is anymore. He's not any of the new stuff. Anyway, so whatever. So he gets, uh, so the 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 mind control tentacle eye uh, cyborg guy starts to strangle. Uh, he also can extend his limbs, apparently. Yeah, and he starts choking Dazzler, and she immediately comes. And she's into it, yeah. <laughs> she's super into it. So what her, she comes out her eyes. So Dazzler's power is that she can convert sound waves into to 
uh, photons. Mm-hmm. And so if as long as there's a lot of noise, she can direct like the light sound. particles. Light, yeah, yeah, that's what a photon is. James. Well, I know, I, not everybody knows off the top of their head that a photon is a light particle. Hey guys, I'm real sorry that you're so ignorant of basic particle physics. All right, here we go. The word is ignorant. <laughs> insulting everybody. Ignorant isn't an insult. It's a word meaning you don't know. That is. We did have that discussion, Shane yes. and I, recently about the difference between being stupid and being ignorant. Because my mom yes. gets upset when I call her ignorant. I go, like, you, you objectively are. I'm like, you're ignorant of the word ignorant. <laughs> oh, so she dir- so, so Desler uh, uh, directs the photons in this cyborg's arm to explode. And uh, so now she's only being strangled by uh, one arm. Which is still going to kill her. Uh-huh. Still gonna kill her. Um, and so then we cut here. And we see Rogue and Colossus going into the bar. I don't know why they're coming in separate. Oh, they're coming in together, but like they really should have put them in two different areas. Right. Because it's like, yeah. They're going to do the most damage. They're really not worried about these guys in the slightest. <laughs> so here's the thing that bothered me here. So they get in a fight with these Reavers, and, and they're doing okay. Rogue's they're doing okay? They're killing them. Okay. But, Ro- but they still take a little bit of damage because Rogue's costume gets ripped up. Now... And this is a problem. And as immediately as, as, as soon as I saw that her costume was getting ripped, I was like, oh, somebody's going to touch her. It's going to cause an issue. How come you live in a universe where Reed Richards' clothes can stretch to infinity, uh, Hank Pym can shrink or grow, Rogue, the only character who can't be touched, can't get a shirt that doesn't tear well, when they have a in, fight? Well, in fairness to where they are right now, right. they're probably just using what they have because they, they don't have any resources anymore. You know, if Rogue had just absorbed Colossus's abilities, it wouldn't be an issue. Well, then he'd be on the floor. Well, but not nope. being able to. <laughs> but you could now touch Rogue because she'd have metal skin. I think they would still work. I don't know. No. I don't know. But anyway, but it's this so, dude touches her. So she now is like he's passed out, and uh, but she is trapped with his horrible thoughts. Yep. And so she's traumatized, and uh, she really wants to kill. Who does she want to kill? Um, Bonebreaker. Yeah. So uh, Havoc then blows the arm. They are really fucking these guys up. Havoc uses his powers to uh, blow off one of the arms of the Reavers. He even thinks to himself, well, these guys are mostly robot, but it's still kind of <laughs> fucked up that I just blew this guy's and arm Havoc, off. And Havoc is the most like empathetic one but of them. But as he's saying that, Colossus is killing <laughs> two people <laughs> so, in the background. In oh, the yeah. Background. So Havoc's like, man, we are kind of out of control. Colossus is taking two Reavers and smashing their heads together. Like, they're dead. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're not. Gone, they're gone. Yeah. They kill <laughs> So many guys in this book. Rogue also refers to somebody as a scunge barge. Scunge barge. Yeah, because she's getting like I don't know what that her, means. Well, it's just reaver slang. Because Re- reavers Re- are in her heads yeah, now. Yeah, reaver meth talk. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So, so speaking of people getting murdered, uh, so as we go down, like Wolverine is on his own. Like everyone else got paired up except for yeah. Wolverine. Wolverine gets his own one page to be a badass by himself. So he's on the roof. He jumps down and he then kills like five people and you know he could have done this a lot like he could have just really quickly did it but he kind of savors it i love yeah. i love these uh claremont books because clearly claremont his favorite mutant is also wolverine yeah, yeah. And this was this was just a moment before wolverine became like everybody's favorite comic book character in the 90s well I mean, and he doesn't give two shits about killing but everybody else obviously yeah. feels different which makes me wonder and in, in my head it's really cute of they allow him so many kills per mission like, okay, you've been really good this week, so you can kill three people. Well, the X-Men don't necessarily have... Murder allowance. Like they, yeah. don't, they don't necessarily have a no-kill rule. Oh, I'm they not saying no-kill rule. It's just they don't set out to kill. Well, also, the X-Men were supposed to be a school. 
<laughs> well, at this, yeah, at they're this, schooling. At this point, they're not. They're 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 they are world traveling vigilantes. Yeah, and I love how these guys who the only reason they're in this situation is because they they had a job in security and they ran a foul Wolverine and he <laughs> and he, rem- and he yeah. chopped their limbs off. Yeah, you don't know. And now you're in Australia thinking that you're you're, you're like yeah, it sucks that we're cyborgs, but at least we're making some money. And then Wolverine shows up again and then kills <laughs> like, you. Yep. Does like every country have their own Wolverine that <laughs> just goes around murdering they're people? Like, oh, it wasn't shit. that the joke at some point when he was in every comic. Yeah, that there was just a factory of Wolverines There somewhere. was a time where he was in X-Men, his own individual book. He was in a bunch of... There was a book with Spider-Man and Wolverine. He was in the Avengers. He was yeah. in the Secret Avengers. And it, a lot of times he would like lead the teams. Like yeah. he's a terror... He's not a good leader. Yeah, he was he's a, your wild card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's weird how out of control everything became about Wolverine in the 90s. So uh, the, the Reavers tell... Uh, gateway to open up a portal and uh so they they say if you help us escape then the debt is clear and uh we'll never bother you again and he's like great get the fuck out of here yep and uh, wolverine then drops a racial slur against aborigines people yeah he's he does mad about then he tries to kill him because he yeah. really <laughs> again this is the only way he knows how to solve problems like well this is an innocent victim i guess i should murder well, he, him well, he doesn't know that he thinks that this is some dude helping the reavers escape and the reavers are mass murderers I, I think no matter how much information wolverine had about the situation his suggestion would still be why don't i murder this guy and storm goes hey wolverine uh, maybe not do your racist shit around me how did how did Storm manage to hold Wolverine's arm back? Uh, Wolverine probably knew that he was in trouble. And yeah, the he smelled. Mad at him. And like, don't it may not piss be off a, Storm. Yeah, maybe he stopped at the touch. He not smell her. A lot of people love this era of X Men because Storm was in charge and not Cyclops. And everybody hates Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, Cyclops is a piece of shit. I love Cyclops in video games. Yeah, because you can do kind of sit back and blow he kind of destroys away. everything yeah. Yeah, yeah um no storm is a better leader she's a better person i yes. just i felt like this comic as opposed to uh the the uh, fucking alf i felt like this <laughs> that comic, was two weeks ago let go of the alf situation that was two whole weeks ago Shane. not just now okay anyway <laughs> where it was far too much yeah. And it was one comic spread out to six, essentially. I feel like Seven. this is six comics spread into one. Yeah. I feel like there are four different plots going on that are all connected, but should really be addressed differently and allowed to breathe. Well, I mean, you're supposed to read all the other ones. And this is yeah. this is my favorite incarnation of the X-Men. I think this is when they're at their coolest. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, it's a little scary because you can see the seeds of image, the image era coming up. But but as a time, it's, it's entertaining and it's yeah. interesting and it's fun. And the art's a little too scratchy and everything but it's pretty cool they got cool costumes you know yeah everything looks good and they're all like have sunglasses on and they're all like yeah. they're doing their cool poses like, where did all these characters get sunglasses so, from? you can't get a shirt that won't rip but you all got sunglasses so the x-men are trying to figure out what to do with the surviving reavers and there's only a few and Wolverine, a few. wolverine's, like, wolverine's well, like well i can just kill them all like, let's just kill them all because they're because they're well they're mass murderers and they're gonna keep doing evil it shit. doesn't matter they could be it could be an orphanage and wolverine's solution is well we really got to deal with these orphans stuck here well, i can murder them i don't get this though why why don't they just take these guys and figure out, hey, you know, these this technology can really help people who need prosthesis. Uh, because then the uh, the comic book's over. <laughs> There's no more X-Men comics. So uh, the X-Men at this point, they don't have a Professor Xavier, but what they do have is a is a space goddess Roma. named Roma. Were and they married? Is that the chick that he was married no, to? No, that was a Shi'ar lady. Oh. Professor Xavier, yeah, he was married to the empress of the Shi'ar empire. And she's like a weird bird lady. That's a good situation if you can get it. <laughs> so they're trying to figure out what to do with the, the these people. 
and uh, Wolverine wants to kill him, and, and Colossus, who ju- who we saw kill two people with yeah, his bare hands, was, not to mention the guys that he was literally like throwing across the room, and he was uh, just just executing one after another in the background and he now he's complaining about having to kill people yeah he developed a conscience he's like yeah this is really getting out of control like, guys besides the people me and rogue killed are we gonna kill these Listen, other people i i had a very good reason they were standing in my way luckily roma the space goddess has a very convenient plot device yes she has what is called the siege perilous it's like a giant uh a brooch that turns into a door it's the stargate yeah, it looks it's like a yeah. Stargate. Yeah. But it looks like a brooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh it's so, called the Siege Perilous? Yes. Perilous. And per- it's perilous. And yeah, basically you go in there and I guess you just get like a second chance. It's so the gods judge you. Uh and either you have either you will be born again or your soul will be uh, destroyed into the ultimate void. That's and not how I took this. That's what it says right there. Yeah. No, it says uh if Wolverine kills them, then their souls are fucked. This says they're judged by the powers and then... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and they are uh, born again, given a second chance to redeem themselves. So I read it as, okay, if you're good, you're you're done. You get to go hang out with all the the fun people or whatever. And then if you're bad, you get to keep trying until you stop fucking it up. If you're good, you get to go listen to Born to be Wild again in the bar. (laughs) And so they're all like, well... Best of Steppenwolf is just playing on the jukebox still. (laughs) And Wolverine, of course, is just like, "Um, why don't I just kill him? Yeah, Wolverine is still... uh, yeah, Still got my claws out. I'm ready to go, guys. Havoc, looking at it very handsome, yeah. is saying like, yeah, what's what's our purpose here? Yeah. Justice or vengeance? And Wolverine's like, same thing. And then pops his claws out and smokes a joint. And then... He's bonging I, it up. It, uh, so I, what I don't understand is that we know they're bad people. So we know they're going to be reborn and that's great and everything. But I don't understand why I'm, they're not... I agree with Wolverine. Like you're just sending them to fuck up well again. because if you're giving them another chance like they're they're basically dying like they're gonna die no matter what at least this way their souls will be reincarnated somewhere else and get a second chance yeah i don't I like don't. if wolverine kills them there's no afterlife at all apparently apparently you yep. have to go through his magic door Which, in order to get wolverine knows there's no just god killed two people does that mean that those Colossus people don't go to a lot more than two people he, he had just, to go to the bathroom and they were standing yeah, there. He if that's the case, then there are there's somewhere just filled with people that the X-Men have killed. Sure. Dude, the, it's like, like Klaus is literally just smashed their heads together. Yeah. They had already beaten, the, they already won the fight because Havoc's just like surveying the damage He's going, man. Like, hey. <laughs> like, like, These two guys might not be dead. Hang on. Thank God we showed up, right, guys? <laughs> I mean, it's cool. It's uh, ambassadors of peace. I mean, just you're going to be like Flash and put him in your secret prison in your basement. Yeah, that's a fucked up plot like, point that they never address. Like, just kill him. Uh, just kill them all. And yeah. So they all. So the ones that agreed, the the ones that are still alive, they agreed to try uh, the the magic brooch. They go in the portal. Why does it matter if they they're dead either way? Why was it ma- Why would it matter if uh, they do it one way or the other? No, they're not. They're not necessarily because they might have a. They're going to get a second chance if it goes through the portal, so they might actually have a decent life. But they won't remember this. So why does it matter? Still, would you rather have Wolverine just murder you? Yeah, and then there's no chance of uh, an afterlife at all. At least there's a chance. There's no Wolverine doesn't give you second chances. No, he doesn't. Well, Wolverine he is does. sexually aroused by murdering people. <laughs> like he's addicted to murder. It's like an alcoholic. It's a pretty accurate name. Oh, for I don't him. think murderholic. I mean, addiction <laughs> and sexual pleasure aren't connected for him for him it is like he is addicted to the sexual high i don't think we've ever seen him stab somebody and then in the comic just have like an 
Uh, yeah, that is a pretty uh, accurate name. Like Wolverine's an accurate name. But like, I do think he's addicted a, to the adrenaline rush. A Wolverine is a small little animal that kills bears. Whenever in Canada, whenever he kills, you can just hear a snicked in his pants. <laughs> so here, here, uh, Gross. so while they're shipping off the uh, the Reavers to uh, to uh, whatever their to fate their will fate, be, yeah. the, uh, Storm asks uh, Roma if she is the goddess of the world spirit that she worships, and she goes, "No, I'm, no, come on, I'm just I'm just a space janitor, <laughs> just keeping keeping things a little less filthy out in space." Well, here, like uh, the uh, they're trying to figure out how to uh, fix the girl's mind. Who, uh, yeah, the accountant lady that they brought with her, and they ruined her mind and made her a reaver. All right, and they're trying Kinda. to f- they're trying to figure they're out to. To, they're trying to figure out how to fix her up. And Roma's just like, I'm just going to fix her brain and yeah. send her home. Plot device. And they're like, yeah. Well, couldn't you just fix all? Can you send us back so people don't think we're dead? Well, actually, they're, they're using the fact. Yeah. That people well, they send her back, advantage. and everybody's already blowed up. Yeah. Like she, the, the, like Roma could have sent her back <laughs> two minutes earlier. Yeah. They sent her back to the place where she was taken from, so she just rematerializes amongst a bunch of corpses. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So here the, uh, she also offers the X-Men to go through the gateway to get their reward. Since uh-huh. they're such heroic people, they can just go in there and die. And like, they don't have to worry about being, the rest of the they world. don't have to worry about being heroes. And Wolverine's anymore. like, are there people to kill in there? <laughs> like, yeah. Who am I going to kill? <laughs> if it's paradise. So she, it said she rewards the X-Men because they're, they're considered dead and no, and no one's looking for them. They can no longer be photographed or recorded in any way, shape, either for a mechanical or magical device. Yes. They are, they mm-hmm. will always be, ghosts whenever where they go and i think this is a plot device that they just forgot about when they changed the team up because like that means like when, it, when they get new members like only half of them are gonna like show up on camera yeah. and the other half aren't That's is wolverine weird. still not being able to be photographed to this day no, Wolverine wants people to see him. I love how short Wolverine is compared to everybody else. Yeah, that's good to keep that going. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. And then they all kind of stand on a mountain and try to look badass. They stand on the metallic parts of the body parts of all the people they just, <laughs> just fucking killed. Does this sick to any of you guys? This seems kind of sick. Seems kind of messed up. Hey, Madeline Pryor, we <laughs> still can't pay you. <laughs> like We're going to pay you an exposure. She's just hanging out with them. <laughs> um, so I sure yeah. hope, I hope she doesn't turn into the Goblin Queen and open up a portal uh, in hell and kill everybody. Is um, that what happened? That's what happened. Oh. So that's about it. What'd we think of that? Great. I loved it. This is a great I mean, this is a great book. I love story. I love comic books where the superheroes kill everybody. You love Claremont too. I yeah. do. Yeah. He wrote he wrote a lot of filler garbage. I'll give you that, but his imagination is limitless. Yeah. Like I gotta he give has, him some credit. He, but. he can write his ass off. Shay? I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it was crazy. I, I like three. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird because I don't want to I don't want to crap on him because this is an important era and he and he did a lot for comics, but I don't it kind of ages well and it kind of doesn't and I I just I'll have a let's say let's say a split the middle and we'll go three out of five weird douchebag ageist possibly sexist Wolverines with fake Australian accents. She's not drawn in the X Men, is she? She's just a kid. Get with it. The X Men don't have room for whiny brats. The kid stays here. She'll just get in the way. See, they that's made, an American guy. They made him so unlikable in that cartoon. They did. That was from the Pride of the X Men. This was that was in the yeah. Height, he's just trying to save the yeah, that kitty. Was, that, was was the, the, that was the height of his popularity too. And they changed no. they changed his country of origin and they made him unlikable. No, that, he was not trying to. He he was worrying about people bothering him. He said 
the kid stays here, blah, blah, blah. Because Everything he was about... Because he doesn't want her getting in the way. You're not yeah. one of the X-Men. Because no, yeah. that, what, that no. it protects her. Believe me, in the context of the episode, he is not trying to protect her. Why he just he... doesn't want her around bothering him. He, why is he Australian? Huh? That's the thing. I looked into that. Nobody seems to know. And again, it's an American... It wasn't like they hired an Australian voice actor. Like, can you do like a like an American accent? He went, no. And they're like, all right, fine. This was an American actor. In my mind, Wolverine is always the voice of the guy from the 90s cartoon show. Yeah, that's, that's same. A good, that's a yeah. good voice. I think a lot and of all the characters that. from that cartoon, like they did a good job. So um, I think that's about it. Um, you can find us on darksidescouch.com. You can find us on Facebook page, on uh, wherever you want. I was going to say Twitter, but we don't have a Twitter because fuck that. Oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah. You can get him at Reagan Shut Him Down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Reagan Shut Him Down is where you can get That's where you can find all your latest Reagan Shutting Down the Mental Institutions. And I, know, I never I know, use it. I know there's a lot of articles where you're all kind of twisted about like, well, Reagan didn't really shut him down. Yes, well, he I don't, did. I don't want to have this conversation, yes, he all right? Did. They're shut down. Reagan was there. No, uh, Reagan in that in that instance, like Reagan made zero decisions because he was just a puppet. He was hired to be the president, and by the banking, right, we're interest, going long. Dude, that's what the uh, fuck. That's what I'm happens. not here to defend Reagan. Don't make don't put me in a position where I have to defend Reagan. I'm defending ending the show at a decent time. Um, uh, so yeah, that's that's all. We don't like Reagan. None of us like Reagan. Um, send us your sign off suggestions. I tell you what, I love X Men. He loves the X Men. Uh, send us your sign off suggestions because uh, Mike decided he didn't like put off your clothes and jerk at will, and that's okay. It's fun at first. It's though. well, we did it like four times. It wasn't that big of a thing. Um, so send us something. Send us something good. Um, you know, other, we asked him to do it last time, but we uh, since we record all these episodes at the same time, right, we you, have no idea if, uh, <laughs> if anyone did it between like then and now. Uh, Mike, what are we doing next time? Oh, shit. Uh, Come on. Black Goliath. Oh, yeah, we're doing Black Goliath. Uh, which I'm Mike is, now. Um, okay, you could be Mike now. Okay. We're doing Black, Black, Joe Rogan? Black Goliath. Uh, you know, dicks, 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 elf, elf, elf. We will be talking a lot about dicks and elf. Uh-huh. And it really is a dick slash elf Have you tried DMZ? I love DMZ. DMZ. <laughs> DBZ? Have you tried? Wait, are, you, are, you, are you doing Joe Rogan or are you doing me? I don't understand. I'm high doing fuck on DMT. <laughs> that was like, like Shay, you're making me sound way more masculine than I really am. <laughs> when chimps attack people, they rip your dick off. I was watching, uh, I was listening to Rogan yesterday and he had like a zoologist you're or somebody a rogaholic. On, and they were talking about uh, like apes ripping off your arms and chin. <laughs> yeah, of course they were. <laughs> Imagine All right. that. All right, that's it. I'm wrapping this up. All right, anybody got anything else they want to add? Uh, nope. Shay. Bye. Bye. Pyromaniacs striking matches. I'm gonna itch me well it scratches. Freaking at the finger ball. Yeah. We're freaking at the finger ball. You call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife. That's a set of adamantium claws. <laughs>